You're listening to Artemis Projects podcast. It's a catch 22 is absurd actually. What is the catch? It's really absurd thing. I'm at Kwaka 22 or in English Catch 22. It's an independent non-for-profit art space here in Belgrade which was funded by a group of young artists in 2015 and I'm meeting here with Goran Rister. He is one of the funding members of this um, artist run initiative, I guess I could call it. Would you call it artist run initiative or underground space or artistic in- initiative? more closer than underground because i found somebody actually describing it as an underground art space but but it's not really underground we're just more uh, self organized than underground mm. history of this place is quite interesting point. yeah yeah history of the building is uh, very long and interesting we came in 2015 friend of mine and guy who first came was uh, luka mikhailovich He exploring abandoned objects in the city and he saw that the building is empty. He called people and we arrived and that's the beginning of the story. We just arrived, the building was abandoned, door was broken, full of craps and stuff and garbage and many things and we start to collect things on one side, things which we safe in the building on another side things which we will put in the garbage and what did you discover here that place was a workshop yeah somehow the stories start to goes back 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 and back till the beginning we start to talk with the people from the neighbor because there was interesting who came to clean because they know that building was full of garbage and people use building to use drugs and before and they saw that something different happened the neighbors and, of the yeah, yeah na- mm-hmm. people from the neighborhood mm-hmm. and here first was a workshop for repairing music instruments for all military orchestra in former yugoslavia and did you discover that through the stories of the neighbors who came or b- because you found all the instruments in the place first from the neighbors stories and then i found phone number of one guy who worked here who was part of military that music part for repairing music instruments and we made like two hour of interview with him he lived exactly in this room with his wife and daughter because in the 90s late 90s and beginning of 2000s military gave possibility to some people because according to law they have to give them possibility to have some space where they will live but because the situation in the state they doesn't have possibility to do things which they have to according to law and they lived in this space mm-hmm. he was a kind of officer mm-hmm. i don't know which is which level exactly and he lived here like 10 year and work in this building around 20 years so he was one of the people who was repairing instruments yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for all military orchestra and in the beginning uh, here worked people from all over yugoslavia i found many documents from people from i don't know macedonia or croatia mm-hmm. from varaždin and from belgrade 
uh, Slovenia, wherever. And was he shocked when you gave him a call? Uh, he was surprised and he lives here in Belgrade and he told us that he saw that something happened in the building and I called him and he arrived and he gave us that interview. We talked around about two hours with him, what was here, uh, where they repaired music instruments in some part of the building was archive material before they start living. There was first squatters somehow mm. and now we have music events here. Building was for repairing music instruments. Somehow it was since the beginning related to, to art. Mm. Does this person come to any of your events? Uh, I didn't saw him uh, on events. I call him, I told him, of course, that he is free to come. If he has time to come, of course, we are open for everyone. Mm. So you found a place, it was full of partly junk and partly really valuable things that you only discovered how valuable they are after. And you and the group of these friends started cleaning the space. Yeah. Did you straight away had an idea that once you clean it, you will turn it into an art space? Uh, we, we knew from the beginning what we want to do, but we didn't know how it will look like at the end. Mm -hmm. We started uh, to clean, it was early June in 2015, and first six months we was totally without any events for like public. We just clean, uh, we paint walls, we... And in the beginning, first six or seven months, maybe maybe more, even more, we was without water and electricity in the building. Mm -hmm. We using that from from neighborhood and yeah. And then you, once it was all cleaned, you actually kind of set up an alternative artist-run initiative place where now you have concerts and you have an exhibition space, art, workshop space. Yeah, art, artistic talks different events because many people call and many people need space and we talk with them and then we according this that our conversation we organize something in in, in the space and you're an artist yourself you yeah, yeah i'm studied painting and so i guess through that you actually have a quite a good insight of the lack of support that exists for artists out there in terms of spaces and financial support and everything so was one of your passion with setting up this kind of space to fill that gap absolutely we know that today many many artists they need space to present their artistic works we also have space here for residences mm -hmm. artists can calls and they could work sometime and then have an exhibition after that. It's mm -hmm. also our possibility here and they could stay in our space and... Mm. And the way you organize the program, you just briefly spoke to me. When I arrived, um, it's done pretty ad hoc so you don't have an open call and you don't plan for exhibitions and shows a year in advance. You do it almost a couple of weeks or a couple of months in advance. Yeah, because we we have like open call non-stop and artists can call us and then we talk when something could happen. Mm -hmm. It's more easy uh, for us uh, than 
to make kind of open call for one year because according to our situation with the space it's better to to be organized like this mm -hmm. in that way and how many of you are running this place at the moment uh, now four of us you mentioned that you're in charge of gallery space and there is another person who is in charge of booking concerts and so you're kind of dividing the, the labor yeah, between. but uh, we're doing all stuff together. Sometimes I'm organize concerts, sometimes someone else, someone, sometimes someone else organize an exhibition. Mm -hmm. But permanently, I'm more in interesting in visual art than in music things. And naturally, we have guy who who play in in band, mm -hmm. and it's natural that he is more closer to to that mm -hmm. kind of art than than other mm -hmm. stuff. And have you had a feedback from the neighbors since Quaka has been running, which is now for almost four years, right? Who at the beginning were a bit shocked with you entering this abandoned space. Have they had a positive experience now that the place Mo is here? More of people gave us positive feedback, but some of them they don't have. Mm. But at least it's not a place for drug addicts, as you were saying. <laughs> it, it's not, but... Mm, I don't know, many of people not introduced in contemporary art and contemporary culture and for them it's it's a bit strange. Mm -hmm. But young people, many of them who live in neighborhood, they come here and they participate in our programs. And, mm -hmm. and uh, coming back to the stuff that you have found when you enter the space, the documents, the pieces of all instruments, some broken, some in fine state, you ended up actually creating a Quaka Museum, or is it called differently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a Quaka, we, we call it Quaka Museum. And what is in the museum? Uh, there is a stuff which uh, I'm collect when when I arrived in, in the building since, since the beginning, uh, different parts of many different instruments because they they repaired everything what which uh, military orchestras have and it's uh, parts of flutes or drums or guitars guitar strings and there is a, also a big amount of uh, photo documentation you saw there mm -hmm. some of them are really uh, representative I even found who is some of the people on those photos downstairs. How did you do that? Uh, people came, many people came and one woman came, she recognized her father. He played in that uh, main military orchestra in U Yugoslavia. All that photos are made uh, in late 70s in a front wall. I talk about big photos on, in a front wall. Uh, they are made in Skenderia Hall in Sarajevo. What is Skenderia Hall for those who maybe don't know what it was? Uh, Skenderia Hall was a hall for many things, sport events. They use it in Olympic Games, uh, even in Winter Olympic Games in Sarajevo in 1984. 
but military use which is visible on the photos used for some events there are visible soldiers playing and flags of uh, countries which was uh, allies of that state in that time like Soviet Union flag, United States or countries of non-aligned movement and many others. And your personal interest in archive, you were saying that it's about the process of transition between the it previous is, era yeah. and nowadays. With that uh, museum, I'm trying to give an answer or just to ask about our relation with our cultural heritage. And that's the space of transition, actually. Mm-hmm. It's our position of observing about our past and our understanding where are we now and where we are heading as well through of the, course through that and relationship. that, that yeah. is that is a catch-22 mm-hmm. it's a absurd of our daily life here planning to do anything more with the archive or just leave it as it is or has it inspired you to do other projects that involve it? Yeah, of course it, it was my first work with really with the archive material like like that with that huge historical background is when I arrived to this building and it of course for me it's inspiring me to to uh, to extend with that, and now I'm working something similar but different. How is this work that I'm seeing here in your room on the table related to the archive? Th- there is a silk screens which we found in former of Belgrade uh, railway station, uh, which will be a museum of uh, history of Serbia soon. Uh, we was there because uh, one our friends uh, she work uh, she working with migrants, uh-huh. and they occupied one abandoned warehouse uh, railway warehouse in it it was in the yard of uh, Belgrade main railway station, and one day they were kicked out, mm-hmm. and we arrived there mm, to take some chairs because we have cinema here also, film screenings, and we need chairs, because mm-hmm. we, if 80 people comes to, we don't have enough. And we came and it, the building was totally destroyed, and then we see in one destroyed part of the building, we see these seal screens, and there was 70 or 80 pieces. Mm-hmm. And we start to collect, and we use all of them and then one guy came and he told us he will put it in a museum of railway and he will call us police to give him back we told him that we want to use for an exhibition and he gave us like 14 or 15 pieces Mm -hmm. and then I decided to to make one art piece and I made um, cargo box made by wood it's like a room one small room big. It's symbolizing transport from outside. And from inside, I'm painted in like beautiful blue uh, and red color uh, to look like um, the wall color of some 
uh, nice places for exhibition like that future museum of history of Serbia mm -hmm. and that's the reason why I made that cargo box because there is a part of migrants route from Belgrade to, to the Western Europe and they mm -hmm. was there and we are also related with that uh, railway station with our history because many things comes from the West mm -hmm. and that was really important point in our history and Inside there was that light box, photos and videos. We made video when we was there, how the machines destroyed the barracks and how they changed the landscape of that area. It's like a part of the history mm -hmm. which they will not put in that museum. The thing that they decided to chuck. Of course, yeah. they destroyed that area, they changed, but they will not put that thing which are visible, it's in the front of our eyes, but in a museum it will not be visible, in that museum. Mm. And that's the reason why I made cargo box and from outside and from inside, because uh, usual, like protection. Yeah, protection, and usually when you transport art pieces to some museum, they put them in like wooden cargo box. Which and I made, I made like cargo box to transport in that museum some part of history which will not be visible in that museum. Mm. So it's about choices that we make, about history, about things that we will preserve and the things that we want. Of course. Mm. They will choose to put something inside, but they will not talk too much about changing of that area and how it happened. And talking about you as an artist, the question I have for many artists that I talk to is um, how do you make ends meet? Oh, it's a really complicated story. I worked in some companies in, in the past, like which doesn't have relations with art at all because I need money to survive. Now I'm trying different things. I'm start to work uh, graphic design on some online platforms also, and we'll see how it will go. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know. It's for me. It's really hard to find uh, funds, and it's not easy to sell art. Yeah. It depends what are you doing and I don't know, it, it's not, for me it's not easy, I don't know for the others, but I'm sure for the others in this society is also not easy. According to Ministry of Culture in, in, in here in Serbia and also the city of Belgrade, they also support uh, art community, it's more easy if you have an organization which doing something to be supported uh, than mm -hmm. independent artists if you do only one thing. Yeah. They just avoid to support one artist personally. It's a catch-22, is absurd actually. What is the catch? It's really absurd thing. Thank you for listening to Artemis Projects podcast. For more about our projects, head to artemisprojects.com.au.